Hello, hello, I'm May and welcome back to Made in India. On this episode, I'm featuring Bombay-based singer-songwriter and music journalist David Brito, who goes by the moniker Arrows. Now, Dave's been on the show before as the bass player and co-founding member of blues rock band The Trip back in 2016. In fact, I just featured them on my Where Did They Go series a couple of weeks ago. Dave joins me in the studio solo this time around to tell me about how his parents enrolled him in guitar classes, which he hated, how he went from guitarist to bassist just for the trip, and we bond over being music journalists. He also performs his music live, accompanied by guest vocalist Vernon Arona. Hi, I'm Arrows, and I'm on Made in India with May. And the first song I'm going to play today is called To Your World. Take your time and figure out why We don't fly like the airplanes in the sky Turn it down, the volume's too loud To make a sound, I'm trying to get out now So what, what's it gonna be? Can you pass me the key To unlock secret mystery To your world, to your Show up and go straight out of town Drive by cause you're always running around In circles that's floating on your mind Don't know, you can never decide So what? What's it gonna be? Can you pass me the key To unlock secret mystery To your world To your world To your world To your world You're going around Round and round You're going around Round and round So what, what's it gonna be? Can you pass me the key To unlock sacred mystery To your world 
So what, what's it gonna be? Can you pass me the key to unlock sacred mystery to your world, to your world, to your world, to your world? That was awesome. <laughs> Thanks, me. So you're not new to Made in India, right? You were in a band called The Trip. I mean, technically still in the band, but the band's not really hanging out anymore. And one that you'd created with Joel Padakal in like 2012, right? That's right. And you're actually, I went back to listen to the episodes. Episode 36, that's so OG set of like Made in India episodes. It was like six six years ago, I think. Yeah, it was like 2016. My gosh. And I was actually looking back at like some of the stuff that we were talking about. We were talking about like being a Catholic wedding band <laughs> and then having three guitarists and you guys were just releasing your debut. It was so fresh. And now you've come such a long way. <laughs> <laughs> now it's like David Brito arrows. So I have to ask, and I think I never really got a chance to get your sort of origin story. So where for you did really music begin? Was it like choir practice? Or was it like school band or college band? What? Actually, my parents enrolled me for guitar classes, like just randomly. Yeah. And uh, The usual I, then. I, the usual, yeah. <laughs> and I hated it. You hated it? Yeah. I thought it was super boring and it was just no way. taking up my like time going to like play football and stuff. Oh. But this is when I stopped playing guitar for like four years. I just wow. like it just, How young were you? I was in the fourth standard, so like nine, Aww. eight or nine. But then like when I got into like secondary school, like seventh, eighth standard, I found grunge music. That <laughs> <laughs> I must pick up guitars. And I fell in love with that kind of music. And then yeah. I, I started like learning guitar again because the guitar was still lying in the house. Then you were like, it is time. It is guitar. time, yeah. <laughs> so that's basically how it began. And then I found like Indian bands. Yeah. Like, like my parents always talked about Rock Machine and and stuff. So then I went back to listen to oh, like cool. their stuff and all that. And then there was also this festival called Celebrate Bandro. Oh my God. The right. most iconic. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and since I live so close by, I decided to go and attend it. And Pentagram and Sharon Funk were playing on the same night. Oh, come I saw, on. I saw the That's guitar so player. Cool. I'm like, this guy is the same guy that played both sets. <laughs> <laughs> it was Randolph, of course. And then yeah, the one that, guitarist yeah. in Bombay. Because <laughs> I was like still in school, so I didn't know like you could play in two bands at the time. <laughs> um, are you serious? Yeah. Oh, fair enough. I didn't even think. But of yeah, it and that then way. then it just like opened doors to like all the other great artists from India and. So then, how did you end music. up playing bass, like from guitarist to bass? Like, what was your? No one was playing bass. <laughs> the... Oh, you're one of those that yeah. really oh, no one's playing bass. I guess I'll do it. Yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah. So bass just happened because like Joel and these guys formed a band and they were like. Yeah. So there was someone needed to play bass, so I put my hand up. <laughs> You're like me, can I join the yeah. band? Can you play bass? Sure. <laughs> yeah. That's that's literally how it began. Are you serious? Yeah. So I have to also admit that you are one of the rare humans called in music journalist in India. <laughs> There's so few. Like the I can literally count them on my hand. <laughs> and so You've been actually working with Rolling Stone and 
humming heart. And then you also started your own podcast for the record in 2020. So I kind of wanted to understand from you, because again, you have this little Venn diagram where being a journalist and also making your own music. What do you think kind of makes you a little different? Or what do you love about being both, I guess? Do you think one sort of informs the other? To be honest, I mean, I always I felt like you could do whatever you wanted to do. Fair enough. So like, there's no limits in like what do you want. And I've been a musician before I became a journalist. Yeah. So I still wanted to continue doing that. And I love music and I love writing. So I studied journalism. And when I came mm. to deciding what I wanted to do, it was either music or sports journalism. Oh. Yeah. So then music came first. So I like stuck with it. And I just love writing. And yeah. I love telling stories more than anything. Like I don't consider myself a music critic or. That kind of sorts. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to, like, bash a song or anything. <laughs> I write stuff that I like listening to. Yeah. So if you come to read anything I've written, like, I'm already telling you that it's good. Like, check, oh my God. check it out. I cannot tell you how much I feel in the deepest part of my soul exactly what you're saying. Because with Made in India, it's pretty much the same thing. I basically come from pretty much a radio background. So what I used to do on the radio, I'm pretty much doing here, which is like, you got to listen to this super cool song. Here you go. And that was literally it. And that's exactly what I'm doing here. So if I'm going to feature an artist on the show, it's because I really like them. Why would I make all this effort to have an artist on the show or talk about them if I'm not going to be like, this is amazing. So yeah, I feel what you're feeling in the same way, which is why like I don't feature everyone. You also get sent an absolute ton of music I can only possibly imagine. Yeah. And there are some amazing artists, like shoegaze bands from Chandigarh and like, you know, a hip hop artist from Nagaland or something. There's so many. Like I constantly get this thing. I don't know if you get it too, but for me, where they're like, do you think you'll run out? And I'm <laughs> no. like, run out? Run Actually, out? A, friend, a friend of mine asked me that like a couple of yeah. years ago. Do you think you'll ever like stop getting stuff sent to you? I'm like, no, I don't think. <laughs> like every day is like 100 emails. <laughs> Same. I have a team that goes through it because there's so many. And then I try to listen to as much of it as I can. And some of it is amazing. And some of it's also like, Mer. and I'm also someone that if I'm listening to an artist, sometimes they'll send me their latest music. And if I don't or I don't really feeling it, I go back to their whole discography because I always feel like when you're putting out music, you're not going to like every song on every album of every EP, nothing. But there will always be something there, especially if you really like them or they have, you know, they're a good songwriter or they have a good, great voice or whatever it may be. And so I always feel like if I listen back to something, I was like, oh, maybe not this one, but I'm sure they've got some good stuff. And so I always go back and listen to the ones. And then when I've done that before, artists are like, well, can you promote my latest album? <laughs> I'm like, well, I like that one. Yeah. So either it's that one or nothing at all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like struggle in the same way? Like, yeah, of course. So like I said earlier, like I always pick something that I want, that I like and I want to recommend yeah. to people. And also the, what's important to me is telling a story. To try yeah. and document this artist's journey. Yeah, yeah. And try and like have it in a concise way so people like, can always go back and like find out what these guys were doing yeah. in that year as compared to what they're doing now. So that's another thing that's also important is telling stories because I don't think like Indian artists are able to tell their stories the way they want to, to oh, like a larger yeah. audience the yeah, best I yeah. can. So Arrows, right? I do know that this moniker that you wanted to create for yourself 
It was supposed to be Aurora? Yes. Yes? How do you know this? <laughs> I have a great research oh, team. Nice. So yeah, please thank you to Niketna who did the research for this. <laughs> how? <laughs> You're like, how did she? I thought like I'm a journalist. I should know. Where did I say this? But you wanted something to begin with A, and there was like a Norwegian. Yeah, there's a Norwegian artist called Aurora. Aurora is also a song of uh, Foo Fighters' third yeah. album, which I love. So that's why I wanted to call this project Aurora. Yeah. And then I saw this Norwegian artist blew up. I think it was around 2017 is or 18. Is it on Learn to Fly? Was it? Yeah, that's yeah. an album. Oh, that's my favorite yeah. album. <laughs> so, um, so then I, uh, I had to put that down. But there's a band called The Arrows that... Uh, has the hit song, I Love Rock and Roll. Really? Yeah. That's the Arrows? Yeah. Did, I don't know that. I mean, I know the song, but I didn't realize it was Joan Jett also did, did that. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But like, they're an old band and stuff. And it's the Arrows. So then I just pushed the duh out of the way and just kept it as Arrows. <laughs> You're like, I'm just Arrows. Yeah, but also Arrows is also a Foo Fighters song of like their album called Concrete and Gold. There's a song oh, on I that album. Oh, I heard that. Like, so that's so. another reason why, because I love Foo Fighters. I love them too, but yeah. I don't remember. Arrows. So yeah, that's why I picked uh, picked arrows. Um, so what is the second song you're gonna play for us today? The second song we're gonna play is "Buried to Dust," and this is the one that you've collaborated with Sedat Basru. Yes, my producer. Yeah, he's. Yeah. You're working on a new album with. Yes, him, we're right? working on a five track EP currently. Actually, yeah, we're having sessions like almost every day. Oh my god! And gosh. he's a joy to work with, man. Like he completely gets my sound. And we have so much of fun together, just like making so music. And I love eat, it. And eating a lot of food. <laughs> <laughs> Buried to Dust really gives me that late 90s, early 2000s rock vibes. It's so good. Yeah. So the song initially was a poem, a friend of mine, Denver Cardo's. Oh. He wrote this poem called Buried to Dust. So then he said, hey, man, if you want this, you can turn into a song. So I'm like, I did it. And then it was too then short. Like, oh, ready-made lyrics. <laughs> yes, Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But it was still too short. But then I had this shelved song that I've had since like 2011, 12. Yeah. When I was in a band with Keegan Marais from The Trip and yeah. Ryan, our drummer. What was we, the band called? The three of us. There was actually, no, we should just get together to like jam. Jam. Yeah. <laughs> I was the vocalist in that band. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you do vocals now? I, I, I can't sing. <laughs> so you're like, that band does not exist. Yeah. I do not do vocals. Right. Delete, delete. Yeah. So I had, I had those lyrics from that band. So then I put it in with Bite Dust and they sat well together. Oh, nice. So that's how like the song managed to like flesh out. Awesome. So up next, Buried to Dust. Sitting by the fire Listen to words of gold Knowing that they won't be Said no more Purgatory to all these Elements for me And how it's gonna be When you're not home Everything crumbled over me And why did we not see Bury the dust, bury the dust Within the sea 
bury the dust, bury the dust When we bleed Bury the dust, bury the dust Can't you see that you're buried within me? Everybody's on their own Nobody's looking out for anyone anymore She takes a step closer to death While everybody's watching and nobody else Everything crumbled over me And why did we not see Bury the dust, bury the dust Within the sea Bury the dust, bury the dust When we bleed Bury the dust, bury the dust Can't you see That you're buried within me You were torn to pieces, torn to pieces Torn to pieces, torn to pieces I was torn to pieces, torn to pieces, torn to pieces, torn to pieces. We were torn to pieces, 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 torn to pieces. Everything crumbled over me, and why did we not see? Bury the dust, bury the dust within the sea. Bury the dust, bury the dust. Can't we see? Bury the dust, bury the dust. Can't you see that you're buried within? Oh my god it's so such a different version to hear vernon singing that song i guess like every vocalist kind of makes it their own so arrows specifically is you and your music but you collaborate with different vocalists for every song yes so where did that idea sort of come from besides the fact that you don't want to sing right so um, or is it mainly just that <laughs> no so uh the first arrow song that i released called spaces mm. I was initially supposed to sing on it. So I worked on the song with Ayande, producer. Yeah, yeah. So we tracked the song, we recorded it, came time to record vocals. I recorded the vocals. I heard it back. I'm like, we can't put this out. Are you serious? It's terrible. Is that version like on Ayan's computer somewhere? Possibly. So like, then he gave me the idea, actually. It was Ayan who gave me the idea that why don't you just get like guest vocalists to sing on your songs? So I called Vernon to sing Spaces and from there it just and snowballed into like, oh, that, that is what the project is in yeah. its essence. Yeah, a collaborative I love project. it. I think it's a great idea. And honestly, out of all of the Arrow songs that are out so far, Spaces is my favorite. Thanks. It's so good. And I really do think like Vernon was great on it. I would still like to hear um, <clears throat> the David Berto version though. <laughs> You're like, never me. No. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> One of the things that I am curious about especially because I've seen you with the trip and now doing this stuff with arrows. Was there a difficulty for you 
when you were sort of transitioning from being just a bassist and now a songwriter and a composer and all that? Actually, in the trip, I did contribute to like the songwriting from like the musical essence of the band. Yeah. I took in a lot of ideas to the band and then we would turn them into songs. But I always wrote stuff on my own. And I didn't want to mess with the formula we had in the trip because Joel is a good songwriter himself. Man, so good, yeah. he had that covered. So I didn't want to like mess with the process. Fair enough. But, like, so I always had like stuff on my own I would write and just keep. I never thought that I would end up producing those songs and releasing them. Yeah. But yeah, here we are now. So Yeah. <laughs> Loving it. Yeah. So one of the things, and I think this is a really interesting thing that you've said before, where you've said, personally, for me, art is an escapism from reality and a way to say things about myself or others that I wouldn't normally do in a conversation. And this kind of reminds me of, you know, like after a fight and then you were like, oh, you have all these great comebacks. And I'm like, damn it. Is that like your songwriting? Like, mm, all the things that I wanted to say. I'm going to make. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I'm not very like outspoken in general. Yeah. Even like right now, You're I'm like, trying what? to give you as much as I can. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm on the other side. Exactly. Now. This yeah. is such a struggle. Same with me. If I'm on yeah. the other side of the mic, it's very, it feels yeah. awkward. But yeah, I mean, uh, I try and just write down through my experiences and my thoughts and Things that I wouldn't necessarily say to someone. Yeah. It's much easier said in song. Yeah. So, yeah. And it sounds so... Exactly. Melodic. <laughs> <laughs> so when we're talking about all of the songs that, you know, the ones that, you know, are playing on this particular set, things like Hello Cheater, which was actually the most recent one with the Light Years Explode. This one was super interesting because this is literally about someone that cheated on you. Yeah. And again, because it's like light years, it's so visceral and you just really feel the angst and the anger. And so what was it about writing the song, at least for you? Because it's it honestly is devastating when this happens. And it's like, I mean, great that you got a song out of it, but at the time, it sucks. So where for you did this become that absolute heartache sort of led into like you writing Hello Cheater? Like what? Like yeah, it's a great name, also. So so good. I wrote it actually quite a while after the incident actually happened, but uh, so this person actually still kept in touch with me. And then one time they actually called and was kind of like uh, crying about another relationship they were in. So then that kind of triggered something in me for Punch me to write this song. <laughs> yeah. And like that's when I initially wrote it. And as soon as I wrote it, I knew I wanted Saurabh to sing on it. Are you serious? I just. Like, as soon as it was done, I'm like, I got our Saurabh. So then I just, I just reached out to him. I'm like, hey, man, are you producing for anyone? He yeah. was, I think he was producing someone, but then that project didn't work out. Yeah. So he said, I have time. Sent him the demo and he liked it. So I'm like, yeah, cool. Let's do it. That's and so it was great. So initially, it was just going to be Saurabh. Yeah. Uh, but then I think Shalom walked in one of the sessions and heard the track. I want him he, he liked it. And yeah, <laughs> he said, so he played bass on it. So then it became Arrow's Lightyear's track. So I was super happy that those guys decided to yeah. feature on it. What was it that really bothered you? Like the thing that really was like, this actually really sucks. Stop coming to me for your problems still. And was it like she told you that she cheated? Or was it like one of those moments yeah, yeah, yeah. where you like you opened the door no, 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 and then no. it was like... It was a phone call. A phone call? Because <laughs> yeah. she moved cities. Oh, okay. Fair right. enough. Okay, that's fine. And I was so, just like, what? <laughs> like if she lived in Bandra. No, no. She, like, she, she, didn't, she was from Bandra. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Keeping it within the community. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, and obviously instant breakup or what, did you try? No, that was or? like a back and forth that happened and then like now it's... And then we're done. Yeah. 
Oh my god. But I got the song out of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's doing well. So I'm really excited about, like you said, the five song EP that you're working on with Basru. So can you tell me a little bit about yeah. at least what what it's about? What right. who's on it? So all these songs have accumulated over the last three or four years that are on the EP, the five songs. I mean, they're all like completely about different subjects. There's not like a cohesive theme around the EP. Sonically, yes, because Basru is producing it. So there yeah. is that element to it at least. And yeah, Basru is singing on one song. Uh, there's the guys from Second Sight that are on it. Sachi singing on it. Joel from my old band, Joel Parikal. Yeah. And Sora Broy. Yep. <clears throat> Five artists. So we're two songs down, three are still to go. Yeah. And, yeah, and once we're done, then vocals. And hopefully I'll release it next year. Does the EP have a name? Not yet. I'm flirting with two or three names right now. But Tell now. What's the flirting? <laughs> Tell who you are flirting the names. Um, there's one song on the EP called Take It Away and there's a lyric from it. So I've taken like words from those sentences. Yeah. I'm leaning towards friends tonight, comma, strangers again. Friends tonight, strangers again. Yeah. That's kind of cool. So, I like it. Like it's 80% going to be that. But it might not stick. It might change. <laughs> Potentially. But I really, I'm so excited about Arrow's new EP coming out next year. What's the last song you're going to play for me today? The last song is a Made in India exclusive. Yes. It's a song called The Light. And it's off another EP that I'm also working on. There's <laughs> <laughs> like so many things to do. Yeah. <laughs> a separate EP called, uh, this one doesn't have a title. At but all, not even know. like temporary title, no, untitled. But it's an acoustic-based EP and uh, working nice. on it with Vonin Narona, who's helping Yay. produce it as well. And he's also singing on the tracks. Yeah. So yeah, this song is Delight and song about hope. And hope you enjoy it. Yeah. I waited for a while to find out if I was in line You walked past the light Not knowing if it would shine Waiting for the time to pass Hoping this would never last Hope is like a flower blossoming Hope is like the earth going around and around The sun for us to be one Hope is like a flower blossoming Hope is like the earth going around and around The sun for us to be one
watch it grow each day. Has given me a chance to do the same. Counting days go by. It's like counting stars in the sky. Waiting for the time to pass, hoping this would never last. Hope is like a flower blossoming. Hope is like the earth going around and around. The sun for us. To be one. Hope is like a flower blossoming. Hope is like the earth going around and around. Song for us to be one. Dum da dum da. Da 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 da, da 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 da. Thank you so much today for being on the show. I can't wait for your multiple new projects to come out, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of Made in India. And if you did, so you know, I keep talking about Island City Studios and how we do a lot of our recordings here. Well, the wonderful gentleman who started it uh, is a guy called JJ, and he wanted to tell you something really important. If you enjoyed the show, subscribe, follow, rate, and review us on the podcast app of your choice. And come say hi to us once in a while on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Made in India. See you next week, same time, same place.